ーの What's up, amazing people? This is Yasusa Radio by Akane Minami. In this radio, we're going to talk about random topics in Okinawan, Japanese, and English. Creo que esto es Radio Yasasa. Somos Akane Minami. Aquí vamos a hablar de vainas random en Okinawan, japonés, en inglés. Nice. <laughs> Thank Good. you. Okay, so we have a guest today. Uh, he's from Venezuela, and he's now living in Peru for eight, almost eight years. Santiago Zambrano. San, this. Hello. What's Thank up? you. Thank you for Welcome inviting to me. Welcome the SSA Radio. How Thank you, you been? I've been fine. I, I, I've been good. Actually, I, I prepared something in, in Japanese. Really? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, so I'm, I, I, I'm not I sure wanna... if it will make sense <laughs> because I, I used uh, Google Translator, you know. You never and, and asked me, man. No, because I wanted to surprise you, you know. So I am I, surprised. I'm, I have no idea how this is going to sound, but I'll, I'll try my best. And okay. forgive me if I'm saying... Something really bad, okay? Go ahead, please. Hi, Sai. Konnichiwa. Shotai shite kurete arigato. Watashi ni tote koko de watashi no mananda koto o anata to kyoyu dekiru koto koe ni omoimasu. Wow, it's, it sounds so professional and yeah, that's very polite. And uh, I'm so glad <laughs> okay. that you started with the hi, Sai. Yeah. It's Okinawan. Yeah, I, I, I looked into it. Like, we nice. just exchanged our language. <laughs> yeah, I, I made a, a mix of Okinawa with, with Japanese. Thank cool. you. <laughs> okay, so this is the first time I introduced to Akane. Hi. Santiago Kuone. Hi. Uh, we got to be friends when we were in San Francisco before we went to the same school. And since then, we've been, you know, very long and getting in touch, like, every year. And I was yeah. talking to the Santiago, like, we started the, doing the podcast, and I wanted to be on my show, like, finally, it came true. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, here, I was waiting. To... Yeah, here in Okinawa, it's, like, 11... 30 a.m. and in Peru it's like 9 it's 30 um, 9 30 9 30 p.m. PM. night mm -hmm. yeah it's the first time to record like in a different time zone for us mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice. nice you're nice getting worldwide you, nice to meet you too <laughs> so she Santi everyone calls you Santi Santi yes I, I guess most people call me Santi some Santi. people call me Sam but yeah, yeah, Santi, it's like most of... It's Santiago is a popular name in Latin. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you can find some people called Santiago. It's not like the, the most popular, you know, there, there are other names, uh, I guess, like uh, Carlos, Juan, that are Jose, Luis are a little bit more common, but Santiago, you can find it also uh, in many countries. Yeah. Mm. Jose. 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 Jose, like San Jose. <laughs> San Jose. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you do for a living right now? Well, I'm a filmmaker. I work uh, making films, like uh, mainly music videos. 
um, I also made other kind of videos for social media, like mm. um, fashion films, or um, I record also live events for artists, for musicians. Um, sometimes I've made uh, films for like restaurants for for their ads on on Instagram, thing, kind of things mm -hmm. like that. But the things I I do the most are music videos. Hmm. When did you start uh, filming for the first time? I guess I started like um, four years ago, I mm. think, like around 2018. Yeah, I, I was studying um, like audiovisual in, in an institute, but uh, before uh, I had one year left before graduating, but I, I dropped out of college and I just started working with, with my brother and making films like like very indie uh, mm. music videos, you know, like on the street, working for rappers or and, and trap artists. And then like step by step, I, I was able to to get other clients and other musicians. And, and now, right now I'm working with music labels and it's kind of like growing little bit by little bit. Yeah, like when we were even in San Francisco, like he always take the video by iPhone. Oh yeah. And uh, you, you know, You've been saying like you do wanna filmmaking. Oh yeah. really? Dream yeah. True. And I've been saying wow. on Instagram, okay, he's doing it like actually, and it's getting bigger. And yeah, I I have no idea how to do it, but your like video quality, everything is getting you know better, from my you know my beginner perspective too. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. We just watched um, yeah, a I actually, video um, of the Mexican restaurant on an Instagram the, of yours. Oh, you watch it. You watch yeah, the, uh -huh. the Mexican yeah, video. I really <laughs> like nice. We love Mexican yeah. food. So. <laughs> yeah, I love Mexican food too. It's really yeah. good. <laughs> How is Peruvian food? It's like a Mexican food. It's really good. Peruvian food, it's really good. I, I don't think it's like Mexican food, like... Um, Peru and, and Mexico have some things in common, like they both love spicy food, for example, but it's different. Like um, Peru is more like ceviche. I don't know if you've tried uh, ceviche. I love ceviche. I think <laughs> yeah. I, I order ceviche every time I go to a Mexican restaurant, you know, yeah, I right? Know, I know like, you yeah, we're always Mexico, together, so yeah. she knows. Yeah, yeah in Mexico, they, they also have uh, ceviche, but Peruvians will get angry if, if you say you're eating ceviche from Mexico because it's like one of the biggest dishes from, from Peru and, and they prepare it in a different way. Mm. And it's really good too, you know? Do you, do you cook like Mexican food usually at home? Um, I don't do much Mexican food at home. Uh, I can prepare tacos and, and kind of things like that some sometimes. Um, but yeah, like like nachos, you know, easy easy stuff. But uh, but it's not like I know that like the real Mexican recipes. I, I I don't I don't know how how to prepare. You know, I do. I guess like the Venezuelan version of what Mexican food is. You know. Mm. How did you like uh, Mexican food in states? I, I think it was really good. I mean, I, I've been to Mexico, but but I was in, in Cancun, which is like a very touristy place. So I, I don't think I really got the, the Mexican real experience. So actually, I think the closest thing I, I've 
eating close to to Mexican food. It's uh, actually from the food from San Francisco, from the Mexican neighborhoods. And I, I think it was really good. So like yeah. you've been in Peru for almost eight years now, since yeah. 2015, 14? Yeah, I think it, it was around, I, I don't even remember to be honest, but I think it was like by the end of 2014 or, or beginning 2015. Isn't it, is, is there any like a hard time to, you know, adapt or get into the Peruvian community or, you know, like soci socially, like in general? Or you guys yeah. speak in the same language, so you know there is no much of a culture difference. It, it's different, actually. It, it, it's funny because in Latin America, most of countries um, speak Spanish, so it's like we all understand each other's culture. In, in Latin America, it's it's pretty common that a, I don't know a Mexican girl uh, loves uh, Argentinian rock band, or maybe a Venezuelan love to watch uh, Colombian's TV drama or uh, Peruvians listen to Venezuelan rap music. So like we all know each other's culture very well be because we speak the same language. We know uh, we have like, uh, yeah, I, I guess we understand uh, how we perceive life, you know? And, and we know like the, the which words are from Mexico or we, which uh, slang words are from Argentina. But at the same time, it's like, uh, everyone has their own way of doing things. So, so we also have our, our own differences. Mm. I think um, uh, between Venezuela and, and Peru, uh, what I feel like, like the biggest difference is something when it comes to, to how people interact, like socially. Mm -hmm. I feel that Venezuelans are, I think, a little bit more open, like because we're a Caribbean country, we're, we're right in front of the Caribbean Sea we have like a really, uh, yeah, I guess tropical vibe, you know, like we mm. talk a lot mm. and we are kind of loud and, and people make fun <laughs> all the time. And, and we have like so many I jokes. Can, I can't imagine. And, and I, even though Peru also have like their spice, they also have their vibe. Uh, I think I, I perceive it from, from my Venezuelan eyes. I perceive it a little bit more cold and more quiet. Like they respect more personal space so uh, when I came here, uh, sometimes uh, I found uh, hard to to adapt because sometimes I, I guess I wanted to 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 inter interact in, in a way that that people around me w wasn't doing, you know, like like people were more quiet and, and so sometimes I wanted to make a joke and, and I it's like I didn't feel comfortable to to do it in that place. Mm -hmm. uh, like when, when I'm with a Venezuelan group here in Peru, like I, I feel the vibe different, you know, so so it, I guess that's the, the main difference, you know, something about the personal space and about how we speak. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of similar to Tokyo and Okinawa. Mm. Like we talk like Tokyo is a little ここで動いてますパーソナルスペースありますでも沖縄もちょっとベネズエラみたいなトロピカルバイブスがあって Okay, so in Venezuela, is it okay to make a joke to a stranger on the street? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, it's not that it's okay, but people uh, just do it, you know, and, and people understand that that's the way of doing things. So some people might get uh, upset if you make a joke about 
about them like out of nowhere but it's it's not a big deal you know like like people are used to uh, making fun and making jokes like 24/7 so so yeah it's it's pretty common to to have a conversation with, with a with a stranger when you're at the grocery store or or you're going to buy bread or something and, and you are talking to the people that that is in front of you in the line you know you you make yeah. friends with him and yeah but it, it, it's it's pretty okay if you compare with japanese people with uh, peruvian people but still like peruvian people are open minded than japanese people right or yeah, like they're Japan so. they're like japanese Actually, uh, Peru has one of the biggest Japanese immigrations mm. from from all around the world. I think it's okay. the second or third uh, country with with the most Japanese immigrants. So sometimes I feel that kind of vibe. But I guess because Peru is a, at the end of the day, it's a Latin American country. They probably are more outgoing than than the average Japanese. I guess you know. Mm. Oh, okay. It so in Latin America, Venezuelans are the most open, you know, how do you say, like really social or like if you rank them, because, if I rank them, because we have no idea is that Latin America is Latin America. We think yeah. in general, like everyone is open-minded, everyone open for dancing, everyone open for, you know, stick together, kissing the cheeks, like yeah, the, but every it's, South it's... American <laughs> continent. The image yeah, yeah. to us is like that. I mean, it's our stereotype. Yeah. But it's like first time I know that there's a like, bit of difference between the countries. Mm. Yeah, I mean, all Latinos are crazy for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, all Latinos like to dance and like to party. Like, th there's no question about it. But if I have to rank them, I would say, I, I would say that the first country, <laughs> the craziest would be Dominican Republic. Oh, I would, interesting. I, I think that those are the crazy <laughs> Dominican Republic. And right after uh, Dominican Republic, I would put uh, Venezuela, then uh, Cuba, Cuba, Colombia, um. Um, Puerto Rico, you know, like the Caribbean countries. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you you finish all the Caribbean countries, you start going south, you know, like mm -mm -mm -mm. Ecuador, and Peru, and then, uh, well, Brazil also. I, I skipped Brazil, but Brazil is also among the, the crazy ones. Mm -hmm. And then I, you go, started so. going down, you know, All like my Argentina. Brazilian friends are very talkative, emotional, and then they skip class when, they skip you know, soccer. <laughs> I went the yeah. soccer game. Yeah. Yeah, Brazil, Brazilians are, are really emotional cool. About and that, yeah. and I, I, I feel when, when I'm with Brazilians, I feel really close to, to them. I, I feel they have a, a vibe. I think Colombians and Brazilians, I, I think Venezuela is a mixed, like, with Colombians and Brazilians and Cubans, like, we're in the middle of all those countries. So I think that's, like, kind of our vibe, you know? Mm. It's interesting, though. Yeah. Let, me, let me explain in Japanese. It's like... え、サンティアゴはベネズエラの出身で今ペルーに住んだけどえっとその国の違いみたいなのを聞いて、いや、なんかからしたらラテンアメリカの人たちはみんなクレイジーでみんなオープンで常に踊ってるみたいな感じだ
ベネズエラとコロンビアとか、うんうん、その辺キューバとかでどんどん下に下がって南下するにつれおとなしおとなしいってわけではないと思うけどおとなしくはないと思うこっちと比べたら全員全員クレイジーなんだろうけど、うん、その大陸の中ではその順番であるらしいでペルーがおえ日本人のイミグラント移民が世界で一番多いんだっけですよね一番最も,最も多い国らしいからもしかしたらジャパニーズのエッセンスが入ったかもペルビアンカルチャーにちょっとだけ侵食しているのかもしれない。Then I wanna,、okay. I wanna hear about the Venezuela part、yeah. of his story, you know. Like he were born and grew up in Venezuela and moved to Peru. But、mm. like how it was in Venezuela and you know the things happened there. Yeah, how, how, what made your family move to Peru? Okay, so、um, I think I need to explain a little bit of what's been going on in Venezuela. It's,、yeah. I think it's something like really complex that it would actually take,、uh, I guess, weeks to, to really <laughs> understand because、mm. it has, it has、uh, many angles, you know, and、mm. sites and, and, and different things that has had happened in, in, in the recent years. But、um, I think.、Um, What actually happened, the, the easiest way that, that I can explain, it's like imagine,、um, uh, I want to say the, the, the example of, of South Korea. You know, it's like Venezuela used to be、uh, a developed country, like since the 1920s,、uh, when oil was discovered, it was around that time. I, I'm not really sure the exact date, but around the 1920s, oil was discovered. And, and so the, the Americans, the US, Started to, to work on, on, on the oil companies in Venezuela, and, and Venezuela started、uh, having a lot of money, you know, and a lot of economy was growing.、Mm-hmm. And then from the 50s, 60s, 70s until the 90s, we,、uh, I think it was like the, the best time for Venezuelan culture. You know, we have、um, so many immigrants from around the world, from Italy and Spain and Portugal. Colombia, Ecuador, Germany, China, Lebanon, Syria, Dominican Republic, Peru, like so many countries started、uh, to go to Venezuela. So Venezuela、uh, really got、uh, rich be- because of all those immigrants that, that started、uh, to make、uh, a living in Venezuela and put part of their、mm. culture in, in the country. So, so Venezuela got like really diverse and, and really rich.、Mm. Um, but then around the、uh, late 90s,、uh, we had a government、um, that it, it was really famous,、uh, Hugo Chavez. He, he was like a strong. Hugo Chavez. He was like a really strong personality, you know, kind、mm-hmm. of like, like a Donald Trump, you know, like he spoke differently and he behaved differently, like really.、Uh, Colloquial, you know, like for, for all the people to understand him. And he was like really、um, crazy,、mm-hmm. yeah, to, to say the least, you know. And he started to change the law and the education system. And like things got 
worse and worse and worse and worse because um, he basically took power and, and he take advantage of all the money Venezuela was getting at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was like uh, Venezuela was South Korea with all these big companies and all this music industry and TV dramas and, you know, all this media attention. And then suddenly in a few years, it turned into North Korea, you know, like, like that. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's it's really crazy. Turned to but, but, a North Korea. Thing. Uh, I think yeah. that's like seriously the best example, and it was so <laughs> fast because if you think about it, it was only like it it, it took like just like ten years, you know, to make that change. So mm-hmm. imagine that switch, like from go, going from this developed country. Like I mean, it, it, it's not like it was perfect, you know. We we still had problems, and and, and they had. Mm. Uh, poor uh, existed it's not like everyone was rich and it, it wasn't like that but the country it, it was okay you know like but how, now how uh, old it, it were had, you like, at the time like, i guess i was like five, uh, five. when that when, when that started but it, it it was like slowly growing you know like oh, yeah when i was a teenager 12 13 like I remember that my parents and the people around me started to complain, mm-hmm. but still, you, you could still live yeah. uh, like peacefully, kind of. Mm-hmm. But uh, then as the years went by, like it got worse and worse and worse. And, and everyone saw the transition. Like, like it, it was obvious. Like you, you would see it every yeah. year, how things got dirtier and things got worse. And, and, and so suddenly you, you couldn't find food on the supermarket like basic things you know like that's awful. rice coffee mm. um toilet paper mm-hmm. uh you know like like things that are just basic for for uh a, any country yeah uh, suddenly you, you couldn't find it in, in venezuela and, and the crime went up so it was pretty normal that that people will uh uh steal something from you in the middle of the day mm-hmm. uh, uh, to be kidnapped actually i i was robbed in in my own house uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I i was kind of kidnapped yeah, and, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, we, we need to dig into the story though kidnap part oh but, kidnap part let's stop the kidnap part that before that choto yeah yeah えっと、ベネズエラが3000億ぐらいに多いるが見つかって。うん。え、オイルもサウジアラビアよりも多いオイル量らしいけど、それが見つかって経済がアップして、いろんな国から移住してきた移民たちがいて、なんか音楽とか
大変だった時期があったそうです。そして一個のハプニングとして、He was kidnapped。いや、誘拐されたそうです。<笑> okay, tell me about it.
peoples mm. like, like I don't know if you if you think that uh, like <laughs> looking at me but mm -hmm. but comparing to to the average Venezuelan we actually are pretty quiet and mm -hmm. pretty introverts mm. so he he was calm you know and then uh, the guy uh, when he walked in inside the kitchen there was this guy with the gun and then two other more came and they took me and they put like my head down and, and they said like take us to your dad's bedroom and they and they started to take my phone and my wallet and my keys and and they took me to 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 their bedroom and, and they started opening like everything every cabinet every door yep. and trying to look for money like like yep. it's not like we had actually any money around there you know but wow. because they were actually trying to rob another guy that apparently had a lot of money mm -hmm. but They were looking for guns and they said like where do are you hiding your gun and like we don't have any gun we don't, we don't, we don't use gun and, and he said if i they said to me like if we find uh, the gun we're gonna kill you and, and then i i started thinking like uh, do my my dad actually have a gun and i don't know and maybe <laughs> i'm gonna get killed and you know like i i started to to doubt myself and but 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 he he didn't have a gun you know mm. so they, they just uh, took like my playstation you know like my cameras and and, and like my dad's watches and, and my mom's jewelry but it's not like we, we are not like that wealthy you know it just it was just a few things mm -mm. um and yeah, yeah they basically destroy every everything in the house Um, and they were kind of crazy. Like one of the guys um, uh, took a shower. I, I don't know why. They, like they are crazy. What, like what? seriously, took a shower. Yeah, he huh? he took a shower. I have no idea why. Like uh, yeah, <laughs> that, they... that teeth, maybe teeth. <laughs> Use yeah, your shower the... while kidnapping you and rub yeah, rubbing yeah. You one home. of them took a shower. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea why. It's like. That that's the kind of things that that happen. So they don't well. they don't have shower in their house, right? No, yeah, they probably have a shower. I think they they just did it like because they are so comfortable uh, about what they are doing. Like I <laughs> guess they they, they, they I I think yeah because it's not like like the American movies, you know, in, mm. in the American movies everything like is so more serious chilling, like, like rubbing yeah, Vene kidnapping Venezuelan vibe chilling, it, like oh, Venezuelan yeah, we're gonna vibes kidnap you, kidnapping you know? is it yeah, like exactly. common it's, to it's happen like, at the time you know like somebody come to your house and then put the gun on your head and then take everything from the house and taking shower and eat food or then yeah they they, they like open common? they and open the fridge and and they took food and they they took a candy i had And uh, yeah, and it's pretty common in in Venezuela nowadays. Like I think, nowadays. yeah, yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah, but it's like when it happened in Japan, we need to call the police, and then we freaked out, and then you know, like I think maybe it, they if it's probably happened, like, we're gonna be on TV or some shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, in Venezuela, it, it's it's you. It, it wasn't like that, you know, in in the past. But it it started to be more common with with every year. Like when my dad uh, was my age, yeah, that kind of things didn't happen. You know, that's something yeah. new. Mm. Um, but, but but then it, it it was so fast the change that suddenly like everyone in Venezuela had a story about being robbed. Maybe not everyone has been kidnapped. But everyone, <laughs> no. for sure, has been robbed in so Venezuela. Like, everyone they, has an experience about being robbed. They took you to somewhere. 
or just uh, you mean they kidnapping? They took me to my dad's uh, bedroom. So you they were, were you're to in find... your house, right? But they yeah, never I, I... like take you to somewhere else. They said like they were going to take us to somewhere, but uh, at the end of the day, I, I just, to, I, I mean, they, they tied me up so I couldn't move. They, they tied me here and, mm. and, and my feet mm -hmm. and this knot with that knot. So I, I, I end up like a pig, you know, <laughs> like, 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 like this. And, and yeah, that, that kind of things happen. And my brother uh, tried to, to make, uh, make, make friends with him. Like, so, so they uh, like finish earlier, you know, like they, mm, they yeah. just, he didn't want any trouble. So he said like, Hey, here's my camera, you know, take everything you want. Just um, like he, he tried to, to make things quicker. And so he said like, seriously, I, I don't have a gun. I don't have dollars. I just have a little bit of weed. So uh, the guys just <laughs> the, the, the weed. So he and they, gave they the thief the weed. Yeah, my I brother. Mean, everything gave them you could weed. offer. Yeah, just, just like you know, like just chill out, man. Like just, just here's the things we have. So the guys <laughs> uh, started smoking weed and, and being like, like taking <laughs> and shower like, and smoking weed at your house. <laughs> But but it, it was serious actually. Like I, I was scared because the, the, there was a, a a point where where one of them took uh the his gun and, and put it in, in my head and he said like do do you do you wanna die and blah 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 and at that time I actually um believed it you know like, like uh, i was like uh, uh, maybe yeah i'm gonna because even though it's it's funny how it sounds at the same time it's real you know so so it's it's scary at the same time uh, so it it was like, like a tragic comedy experience you know it, it, it let me like... explain in japanese too. oh wait how, how did you re release you at the end they they didn't release they didn't, him he, just... he jumped with his butt you know yeah Jump yeah I, I i was um like tied up at, at the and then uh, they left on the second floor and they were uh, in the other floor with my brother and so my brother um took them uh they, they said when, when when they had like everything they wanted to all the phones at that time uh, were ringing you know because uh we never took the fish and so so <laughs> the guy the the guy was waiting the, the, the guy was waiting for the fish so he called my mom and he said like hey your son uh, never came to to take the fish what the fuck happened and blah 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 and got angry and my mom was like hey that that's weird because they they said they were going to be there to to cook the fish blah blah, blah. So, so something must be going on so they started to call us and we were not answering you know because we 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 were like this so um, they, they just um, kept stealing things and, and my mom kept ringing and started calling my friends like, hey, do you know where they are? And everyone was calling, but we were not answering. So everyone got like, like scared, you know, and I had uh, an uncle that used to live in another building. But from from his apartment, you could see my apartment with uh, like Google's on with binoculars. 
So um, they called him and, and he put binoculars and he saw one of the guys like wearing a Halloween mask I had <laughs> from like I, I had from from San Francisco actually, like like the pig from from saw. So he, he was with the with the pig face and, and my uncle was like looking the, the guy and he was like what the fuck is going on you know. And, and, and then I think at that time it's when they realized that we were kidnapped, you know. So they called the police and they called another uncle and like the, to go there and, and maybe do something, but they got like really quiet because they, they didn't want to alarm the neighborhood and let the thieves know that they were there. So the police was downstairs, but with the lights off, like waiting for something to happen. I don't know why. And and but the 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 thieves kind of got scared because of all these uh, phones ringing. So and they had time, you know, they took a shower. So they, they spent a lot of time there. So they said like, hey, it's time to move, you know. So they were going to to the basement because yeah. that's where they got into the building. They mm -hmm. they went from the slums. They went up and they got inside a fence and they entered the basement. And from that, they went to the apartment. Mm -hmm. So they took my brother with the, all the luggage and with all the things. And they said, like, took us to, to the basement to, to get you in the car and travel. So, but I, when they got to the basement, they actually got in the fence and they started uh, taking all the things there, you know. But my dad, um, he, he was scared, you know, that so um, he didn't know at that time, my, like my parents didn't know we were kidnapped we, they, because they were in Peru. So they... They were calling and we were not answering, so they were not sure. So my dad calls uh, one of our neighbors from from other apartment, and and he says like, uh, "Hey, um, um, I'm calling my my sons and they are not answering. Can you go to the basement to check uh, if they have the cars parked in there, or if they leave, or if uh, they are at home?" So uh, the neighbor went went down to the basement to check the cars. And when she uh, went down, the guys were there with the luggage and they uh, saw her and she saw them and she uh, screamed <laughs> and tried to, to, um, to the elevator, but they took her and they say, take us to your apartment. <laughs> so they, then they went back to the apartment of the neighbor and they, they also started uh, to steal all the things from her and, and her husband. And she uh, never answered uh, my dad, you know, because my dad called her to see if, if we were there with the cars and she never answered. So he got more scared and he called another neighbor and he said like, hey, I called uh, this girl because my, uh, my sons are not answering. She said she were going to be at the basement to check the cars. Now she's not answering. Can you go to her apartment to see what's going on? And so the other guy goes to her apartment and, and he knocks the door and the door opens and there's the, the guys and they took him too. And then they, they, they hit him and, and like things got like, like pretty crazy, you know, like, like all the apartments suddenly started being robbed. So, so like, I guess they understood that it, it was getting out of their hands. So they said like, okay, yeah, it's, it, I guess it's just time that we just move, you know, and, and, and escape. Mm -hmm. So at that time, that's when they uh, left. And, and yeah, Ooh. that's how it ended up. Okay. <laughs> Story like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Santiago is 
、まあ、キッナップっていうよりかは強盗にあったって感じだよね家に入ってこられて、ね、いろんなものを盗まれたというストーリーだったんですけど、えー、親がペルーになんか新しい家を探しに行ってる途中に弟がと2人で家にいて魚お兄ちゃんが家にいて魚屋が家に魚を持ってくるから直前にね家に下に降りていったら魚屋じゃなくて強盗だったで,で銃を突きつけられて,て家に入って静かにしろってなってサンティはワールドカップか何かを見てたんだけど2人とも縛られて家の中の時計とか何お金とかいろいろ。プレイステーションとか全部取られて<笑>でなんかこの家の近くにスラム街みたいなのがあってそこから建物のベースメントから侵入してきた強盗だったんだけど結構銃とか突きつけられたりして危なかったっていう話で魚を取ってないがために家の電話が鳴りまくって。魚屋が心配して<笑>でおじさんも近くに近くに住んでるおじさんにどうにかなんか連絡したのか分かんないけど望遠鏡を使っておじさんがサンティアゴたちの家の中を見たら<笑>映画の層の,あのマスク、うん、豚みたいなやつをかぶったやつを見つけて<笑>でもうよく分からんけどでそれでわーってなって。なんかいるごちゃごちゃ起きたら他の部屋もラブされたりとかしてでもその間犯人は家のシャワーを浴びたりサンティのお兄ちゃんが差し出したウィードマリファナねを吸ったりしてるという知るってたらしいで、うん、すごい壮絶な話なんだけど彼がずっと笑っていますそれはベネズエラ人がジョークジョーキングするっていうカルチャーがあるみたい、yeah. Is that your culture? Like you making the serious story into a joke? Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. That, like, I think it's like、that. a good coping mechanism to survive from, like, you know,、yeah. severe. Like a mentally、experience. healthy. Yeah, because. Yeah,、I、like, think, don't, don't、uh, you guys have like a PTSD or something? Or, or you guys, you, like, you know, switch to the making it to a funny story? Yeah, I think Venezuela's.、Uh, what, that, what you just said is basically what、uh, Venezuelan culture is about. Like, we have many things, you know, that、mm. uh, you can identify as a Venezuelan, but I think the number one thing is that it's making something serious look like a joke. I think that's like a, I love、uh, it. the、mm. Venezuelan I love it. superpower. Yeah, that. like you, you, you know, you turn into something to your positive energy, like、yeah. from anything. Optimistic. Yeah, I think that the, the good thing about that is that we take life、uh, like light, you know, like,、mm. like we don't take life so seriously. Like sometimes、mm. I meet people from other countries and they're like, oh, my job and my, and my wife. And, and my children, and the <laughs> government, and the weather, and, and you're like, man, you're alive, you know? Like, what the fuck?、Yeah. You, you just, you just be, be happy, you know? You just, to be happy, you just need to want to be happy, you know? You, you just, it's, it's in your mind. And、mm. like, you, you are the one that, that decides 
how you want to perceive your life. Like mm. you can take it seriously if you want, or you can try to find the, the happy side, you know, of, mm. of the thing. And I, I, I like that about my culture, but at the same time, having that uh, way of seeing things has also made Venezuelans like, I guess, uh, stuck in, in the situation we have because people uh, doesn't have, like most people are just all about party and having fun and going to the beach and, and you know, so, so it's like, uh, we're happy, but at the same time, we are not taking things so seriously. So mm. we are not improving so much. Like we're we doing it, but in a slow way, I guess, like, mm -hmm. because we're enjoying so if you are always happy why would you need to change if you're happy you know mm. what what makes you happy just arriving or your family or you know what's the definition of your happiness like at the moment i mean for me i i actually just like that i have a family that loves me you know i have friends that mm. love me I feel supported, you know, I, I don't feel alone. I, I feel like there, I think there's always gonna be someone that, that I can count on. And, mm, and that's mm. something that going back to what we were saying about Venezuela that we can uh, talk to strangers and, and make friends uh, at the store or, or at the mall, you know, like just randomly, mm. uh, I think knowing that that you have that openness to to each other mm -hmm. makes you feel like you will always have a friend you know like mm -hmm. you, you don't have that sense that there's gonna be a time where, where you'll be alone that you you will always have someone mm -hmm. so i i like that about mm -hmm. my culture nice and quality. yeah I'm, mm. i like being alive you know and, and having having healthy food having nice weather I'm having clothes, you know, I'm, I'm just happy. <laughs> you guys survive with that, you know, the way of thinking and then people get energetic and then very friendly, open mind. And I think it's very good culture. And then kind of similar to Okinawa, like culture all mixed together and then government problem and then the life getting hard but people are very peaceful yeah. i think the the common that we have is like we have a common not the common but situation that you know we are never be rich in the country like we've been experienced like fucked up war and everything and like our grandparents lost everything at you know the time and we kind of raised together and we the time we had nothing was like we just have a people around it and we have like making music and start Definitely. dancing and you know that's the fundamental the things we can do with when we don't have anything like financially mm. you mm -hmm. know like a life support i think the same and i think the same because you like hip-hop and we like hip-hop <laughs> common thing like we're doing hustling yeah. you know raise everyone together be happy vibes it's mm. the same yeah i guess i like that vibes 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, Venezuelans really love music. Like we have a lot of good musicians and I think we have a lot of artists in general, you know? I think that's something that, that Venezuelans are really proud. Like everyone in Venezuela has something with music. Either you are a musician or you're a singer or you're a dancer or something, but everyone is like connected to, to music and, and to art. And I think that's one of the ways we have to, to channel all the things we're experiencing, you know? Santiago was なんか<笑> なんか家族全員でなんか国が みんなの胸を打つ。じゃないけど。で、みやみやこの上キングスタイルが好きだな。うん。どんだけやばい状況にいても、もう笑うしかないみたいな。確かに。という、like <笑> every story we can uh express them in a different angle. Like how you take it is like from positive, funny way and other other people might take as a serious sad story that they've been through so like we can we always have a choice how to take react that past experience into your like soul or brain mm -hmm. you know <laughs> i me gusta muchas <laughs> yeah i i think that's like the secret of life because Life is hard. Like, like we we don't we're not uh, ignoring that you grow up and, and and you get old and, and you can get your heart broken and, and you can have economic problems because everyone around the world, even the the most developed countries, have problems. You know, with depression and and being alone. And I think something that that Venezuelans uh, can uh, I guess teach other countries. It's to take things uh, with, with heart, you know, with, mm. with, with a smile. And I think that's like the, the best thing, the, the best support that Venezuelans can give to the, the world. It's not our oil or, or our coffee or chocolate or, or you know, it, I think it's that part of us. And I, I think people uh, know it because when I've been traveling to other countries and, and I see people that have met Venezuelans, uh, they, I feel that they, they already know that, you know, they, because of the way that they approach me and, and the things they, they say, it's like, oh, they, they already know that, that we are that, the crazy happy people, they, they already know, <laughs> you, you can tell. Crazy happy, crazy people. happy people, I like that yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. So like, 
before the recording, like you told me about, like you love to、uh, telling a story through your making video and stuff. Is there any,、mm-hmm. like, some specific film you're working on right now? Yes,、um, actually, right now I'm making,、uh, I would say, actually, it's my third short film, but I'm taking it like it's the first one because I made a documentary、uh, when I was studying、uh, in college,、uh, when I was studying film. And it was a documentary about、uh, leaving Venezuela and, and going to other countries, but it was real, you know, it was a documentary. And then I made a one minute short film、um, in the pandemic、uh, mm. when COVID came, and, and it was like a, a short,、uh, little, sweet story about like reconnecting to, to my grandmother. And, and, and it,、mm. it's, it's kind of a nice、uh, story. But、uh, now I'm making like what I think is actually my first like real short film. Mm-hmm. And it's a story about a Venezuelan girl、uh, living in, in Peru and、mm. having all these immigrant problems, you know, about finding money. And she loses her job、mm. in the middle of the, the pandemic. And now she needs to pay her rent. And so she's, she tries to do different jobs to get the money, but never actually、uh, is able to get it. And it's, it's been telling it, I, I, I've been trying to tell it in, a, in that Venezuelan way, you know, like I, it's like a tragic comedy. So、mm. the girl is always struggling, like way bad, like, like she, she's like going down, but it's in a funny way. And,、mm. and that's like the, the story I'm, I'm trying to, to, to develop right now. I, I just have the script but, and, and the team, but we haven't shot it yet. We, we're in, in the pre production. So, we're、uh, looking for locations, looking for the money, looking for investors,、um, uh, making the shot list, and like preparing everything so、mm. that we can actually m- make it real, you know?、Mm, is it based on your story, like based on your experience, like female version yeah, of you? Yeah, it, it, I, when, when I read it sometimes, I, this, it's funny because. Uh, it's like I'm writing it, and I know there's some things that I've experienced mixed with things that I just know that people live in Venezuela, live when, when they go to other countries, especially girls. I, I, I decided that, that the, the, the character was a girl because、uh, in Spanish, Venezuela,、uh, it's a feminine word, you know?、Mm. So when people talk about.、Uh, Venezuela, it's always like describing a girl, you know, like when we talk about a country and say Venezuela is beautiful or is in the shed, that, that because of the Spanish language, it's like we're talking about a girl.、Mm-hmm. So I think a girl is the best way to, to、mm-hmm. represent the, the country, you know,、mm-hmm. and, and it's based on different k i n d of e x p e r i e n c e I have and people I know. But it's the, the, the crazy thing is that. Many of the things that are written,、um, I've been experiences after I, I wrote it, you know? So it's like I just write the thing and then it happened,、uh, or I started to, to live it. So it, it's like a, like a premonition, some,、mm. something like that. Like it comes from my fear of, of maybe not getting enough money and, and paying rent, and then it suddenly starts to happen and I get in that struggle. Um, and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it, but, but it's also fun at the same time because now I, I understand it. So, so I know how、mm. to fight it.、Mm. 
Like, it, if it happened to me, I get very nervous and then scared and depressed. Maybe in the <laughs> moment you experienced it, but maybe after a couple of years, like him, like you get to you <laughs> know reach out to the some point of enlightenment. Ah, uh, yeah. The Sante wa enlightenment ni tasstandanai. I don't think I, I'm enlightenment, you know, but but, but, you, but um, you are kind of aware of something important mm. of life. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, that's why definitely. you I think can it make it tragic comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a tragic. You put in the, you know, funny element into the serious, the serious story. story. Yeah, because that's the the Venezuelan spirit, and, and I, I I think I already experienced many like like the rob, like being kidnapped, and 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 all those problems, <laughs> like the the, mm-hmm. the blackouts, you know, like suddenly in Venezuela the lights go off, and now like you don't yeah. have electricity or, or you don't have water, and and oh. someone uh, steal your phone what? in the middle of the street. How long so was the blackout? Like five days. Uh, it depends on the city. It depends uh, on on the on the time. Sometimes uh-huh. a blackout can last a few hours, and sometimes uh-huh. it depends. There's cities in Venezuela that it, it lasts days and weeks. You know. Mm. And we're talking about a country that that it's uh, has so much energy. Uh, like potential energy you know mm-hmm. like venezuela is has the biggest uh, reserve of oil and, and mm. not not only oil but we have like coal and gas and like like seriously everything uh, you you can plant in, in in the land in venezuela at any time of the of the year everything you want and it will grow you know like we have mm. so much energy potential and we have a sunny day we have a nice weather um, so we can have uh, tourism and we have the Caribbean Sea. So we have seafood. Like there's so, so many ways for that Venezuela has to, to get energy. And at the same time, we're talking about a country that has blackouts and doesn't have food. So it, it's like, it, it's a contradiction, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. people like in Venezuela, it, it's been, it's been hard for us because we know uh, what our country has to offer, you know, like yeah. since we're kids. We, we study about our culture and, and we learn about our different states and, and why they what they provide and so we grow up like like thinking all, all the things we can have and then we we hit uh, reality and, and you, it's like why are we the biggest country with oil and, and we don't have <laughs> electricity you know like it doesn't make sense <laughs> So do you but contact I, with your friends still in Venezuela and you yeah. know how are they doing now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I I don't know if yeah, I think most of my friends are living in other countries too. It's oh like yeah. So everybody uh, moved to different country after that. Yeah, everyone spread, spread like uh, if I if I think about my best friends, one of them is in Chile. Other one is in Spain. Um, I have friends. I like. I have one aunt in Ecuador. I have another aunt in Miami. 
I have um, another aunt in Spain mm -hmm. and I have friends in Germany. I have friends in Italy and like most of my friends are all over the world. But of course, mm -hmm. I ha also have many friends uh, still in, in Venezuela and my grandparents are in Venezuela. Um, and yeah, I, I keep in touch with most of them. Yeah, for sure. Mm. サンティアゴ個人的な経験もすごい入ってて、さっきのキッナップもその大統領のクーデターとか起きた時にペルーに移住した、まあなんか日本人の我々から考えたらもうよくわからないシチュエーション。映画のような人生を送ってるんですけど、そんな経験の
and I'm, I'm like running away, you know, like like how, how the country is going to get better if I'm not there helping and, and doing things like making things happen. But what I started to realize is like there's other ways that I can help my country and I don't really have to be experienced being kidnapped again, you know, like there's other <laughs> things I can do. And for example, filmmaking and telling short stories uh, or this thing I'm doing right now, talking to you and sharing what the Venezuelan spirit is all about. I think that's the what I found out that, that I could do, you know, being mm. outside of mm. Venezuela. So now I, I don't feel like that frustrated. I see it like I needed to have that experience because that has made me who I am now, you know, yeah. now. Mm. Uh, the the power I have, you know, to tell these stories, I, I wouldn't be doing this if I haven't had that experience to leave my yeah, country. Exactly. So, so it's part of life. That that's that's yeah. why I I always tell people that if you feel like right now you are at a, at a low point in your life, you have to understand that that's part of life and how you learn from that moment and how you use that experience to go up again it, it will make you even stronger you know so i think life is like like this you know like mm -hmm. like there's downs but you will always go up uh, every time more you know because life is it's like a spiral you know it's yeah like, yes makes sense なんか日本はさ、ビ。このフィルムを見てさ、サンティの勉強した方がいいんじゃないかなってちょっと思ってきた。勉強っていうのは なんか食料危機とかさ、エコノミーレベルが下がるかもしれないとか、なんかガバメントにいろいろコントロールされてどうにかなるとかわからんけど。で、国の安全面とか生活レベルが下がって、いつかみんながどこかの国に行かないといけ
Thank you. I'm also uh, proud of you. I, I like you. that that you are doing this podcast. I, yeah, I think, it's been uh, like uh, one of my dream came true. Like I knew it will come true, though. But it's like working. We working together. Like the first we met in the states was like we're just student getting chubby, eating chipotle, eating <laughs> Indian curry every day, partying every day. Like we're just we're just a kid, you know yeah just have a lot of hope for future and santi has been done exactly what he told me like 10 years ago you have to you have to it. be proud uh, because um the other day i remember that my first ever music video was a video of you do you remember isn't it like a I, 10 seconds on iPhone? Yeah, do you yeah. remember? I, I, I had like I a did like a little that, weird dance. Yeah, you, you do the weird dance and I put hip hop and then it's like, ah, is this music video? I think I still have it so, somewhere. Wow, I still remembered. And yeah. That's cool. the first music video I've ever made. So you, you have first to be proud video. too, you know? <laughs> You're yeah. my first Send me client. a commission. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really want to meet you in person again, like whenever you come to Japan or Okinawa, like please stay for at least one month. And <laughs> one month. Yeah. Like we've been always talking about like, we want to go to South America to visit Okinawa immigrants too. And like you and other friends and, you know, doing this podcast too. So I'm really excited for the near future. You know? yeah, that that I I'm sure that will will come because it's something that I always think about too. I seriously I love Japan culture and and Okinawa and when I think about traveling the world, like the first country that ever comes to my mind, it's always Japan, and and I'm sure that 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 we'll meet in there and I'm gonna drink uh, the the Okinawan beer that I drank I drank once in here mm -hmm. uh, in, in a Japanese festival wow and, uh, Orion and Orion yeah. Orion Orion yeah Orion <laughs> do you like Japanese girl yeah I, I like Japanese yeah. culture you know do you so like shy girl like shy girl how, like how, I don't, how I don't do you know. take Japanese girl to you like what what's the image of Japanese girl to you what's the what image like the image, love, I like think, stereotype of Japanese girl, I think, women. I think Latinos perceive Asians, and in general, like Japanese, uh, like shy people. Mm. You know, like like they are more introvert and they are more quiet. But at the same time, here in Latin America, there are so many people that are crazy about Japanese culture. You know, like we even have a, a word that it's uh, otaku. Do you mm. remember? Mm -hmm. That in, in, in Latin America, there's like this, uh, I guess, movement that, or group of people that are so into Japan, Japanese culture and they do cosplay and, and, and they learn Japanese and all of that. So I think uh, we perceive uh, Japanese people as shy, but at the same time, we know like you guys like are kind of crazy at the same time, you know, like you mm. like to dress and, and, and to have fun and have like so many weird things, you know, mm. like, like toys and, and, and things. So I, I think the perception is it's, it's really diverse, you know, it's, mm. it's like quiet, but could be crazy at the same time. 
Yeah, mm. I think Japanese people express craziness in a different way. Like how they look. Yeah. Like makeup. But yeah, you guys are like inner open-minded. Like, you know, talking to the strangers and everybody, you know, whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's different... different. It's a different way of, of expressing, I think. And it's like it's just like you said. I think Japan expresses more in a more more visual way, you know, mm-hmm. and like and and with the TV shows and and, and the robots and it's like you like, like what's going on in Japan, you know? Like there's so many things, <laughs> and I I guess in Latin America we, we don't have that, so we just have ourselves uh, being crazy, you know. どういう国の違いは何って聞いたときにいつも人の人の違いを説明してくれるじゃん。なんかそこも違う気がする。なんか例えばなんか外見とかなんか国によって食べ物がこう違うとかなんか建物とか住む場所とかなんかそういうなん
and become a relationship or like you guys start talking talking uh, like for me you know, planning. people are very affectionate mm -hmm. like yeah very close together kissing all the time how do yeah, you guys I take a steps i think it depends on um like uh, are you asking about you. peru you. about latin america about me uh you <laughs> okay make it quick like everything <laughs> okay okay let, let's start with me okay i'm kind of shy actually you know so like, <laughs> i don't i, I don't okay. know why you, when it comes why, to why the you relationship always... you're shy okay i get it yeah i'm i'm actually i i don't know i describe myself as as an introvert no mm. I, even though I, i'm talkative and i can have a conversation sometimes i'm i'm afraid okay. to make the the first step you know like okay. like it has to be like I really have to like the girl, you know, to like, uh, like to be so sure that, that mm. I need to say something. Mm. But if I don't really like, like the person, like I would probably just end in, in conversation, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I won't take that step further. But there's people in, in Latin America that just go forward, you know, like, hey, what are you doing? You, you want to make out, you know, I'm <laughs> not like that. <laughs> You, yeah. Okay. 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 You make <laughs> That's yeah, so, so turn I, off I to me. It, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I think it depends on people. Like in general, Venezuelans and Caribbean countries, uh, we are uh, very talkative and and very social, and we love to dance. So we have like a, a like a sexy culture, you know, like a sensual culture. And when you see Latin music videos, you know, like reggaeton and, you know, like J Balvin and, and Bad Bunny and all these Latin artists, you, you can get the, that vibe, you know, mm -hmm. that, that people are like, like, like really sexy vibes. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to Peru, I think they're a little bit more quiet. They still go after it, you know, they still drink, they still party, but maybe they take a little bit more time. But uh also, I, something I learned in San Francisco is that uh, when every culture drinks, everyone gets crazy, you know? I think that's why, like, mm. all around the world, people love to drink because it's their way to, to express that. Mm. So, so I, I think it, it depends on, on context. If you go to a, a, a club in here, you, you will find, you know, people crazy. So that's, that's what al alcohol does. Okay, <laughs> so if there is someone you like and you start talking to them and you start dating or you say like hey i like you how do you take a step you, you need to have time to make sure right like how they feel yeah i i mean when it comes to me i take time and what, what i would do if i really like the person is saying like yeah i like you and do you want to go day with me and if we start dating and I really like the girl, then I say like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And, and it's like a kind of like a compromise. Like not, now you won't be with any other one, you know. Mm. But there's people that, that I think it's kind of becoming a trend in recent years, like mm. all around the world that every now it's more common to have like, uh, I don't know what's the name in English, but like polygamy, you know, like more like oh, yeah, open relationships. Mm. polyamor yeah polyamor <laughs> i don't think it's polyamorous relationship i think a lot of people dating with several people yeah you exactly. know they i don't think they 
fall in love with everyone, but I think like people in the States, like casually dating with multiple people, but they are not like in relationship. They are just dating, but it's okay to have dating with you and you and it's open. Open relationship. But how, how do you make that line? How, uh, how do you make the line? Yeah, that's the uh, wh- point, though. Like, it's a commitment between two people. Is it possible when you have in a relationship, like wife and husband or mm-hmm. girlfriend or boyfriend, and even you have that relationship and then you will have another, like, dating? I think system. that's what we call open relationship. Oh, uh, yeah. But I don't know. Like before doing any commitment, like a kekkon toka karashikanojo, te kime nai mae no, like tada deto ste, sex ste, demo futsuni, I like you, mitaina, level no people ga nanin ka itemo oke te yu no ga naka saikin no, obe torendo nano ka natte, torendo te ka, minami no imeja, mukashikara amerika jin to so nanda kedo. Like, are you dating anyone, like besides me, like, are we exclusive? Then, okay, if we are exclusive, then we will be my girlfriend mm. or boyfriend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we just get to the <laughs> conclusion that it depends on very person. Because, like, I we're so. like from Okinawa, we're like 100% Japanese and Okinawan. But we've been dating with Americans a lot. So it's easier for us to express our feeling in English when it comes to the relationship. Like, to me, it is. And I don't really care about, like, exact status of between me and that person I like. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you like me and I like you and I'm really happy about the, that reality. So if you want to label our relationship and if you're you know down with it and okay i will call you uh my partner or yeah. anything but anmari minami wa kinishite nai kamo jealousy ni naranai no but we're dating exclusively there ah demo kanojo to ka kareshi to ka te iu label wa nihon no bunka de wa sugoi daiji na no kana te omou ne hai hai i guess <laughs> yeah, I guess I I, I get right? I, I would like to 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 intervene, you know, and speak in Japanese, but <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no, yeah, I don't know. Dating culture, I think, mix it up like so much. Like it's in this era, I mean, you yeah, everyone is like in you've a been in the states, you've been in Venezuela, you've been in Peru. Then meanwhile, you met a lot of people from other different countries and they have they each have a different background and even though like we're not we're Japanese but not stereotypical Japanese so sometimes people get confused like what's your you know like how you see things right like Mm -hmm. like, what's your perspective so you never know until you ask you know dig into the person like how do you take your dating life relationship Mm. You know, but it's interesting oh. to hear to be on the same page. 
but we di- we definitely used a different word.、Mm. You know, なんか気持ちの量が同じとか向き合い方が真剣でも、ステータスとかレイボーで安心する人もいるし、mm. じゃなくて、こうやって毎日会うことが大事なんだみたいな人もいるし、<笑>そうだね。But I think like Latin people really Uh, have affectionate, do you know?、Mm. Like showing, you know, once you love someone and that person loves you, then you guys are like kissing together, like sticking together, like in house, out of the house, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Or you're、so. shy. Yeah. <laughs> you're shy. No, I, I mean, I, I think it depends. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's a point where you're comfortable enough to, with that person. And if you have a, a, a relationship, if it's clear that it's a relationship, then it's just open, you know? Like, you, I mean, I think also it, it depends on people. Like, if I have a girlfriend, I'm, I'm not gonna hide it, you know, from people. So if we're on the street,、uh, I, I will、uh, grab her hand and I could kiss her. But it's not like、uh, if I'm having a dinner or something, I, I will take. There's people that do that, you know, like, like they kiss right in front, in the middle of their friends. I don't like to do that, you know. It's, it's, you're more like so Japanese. I think, it, yeah. it, I think you're going to have in Japanese culture、yeah. so easily. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it depends on, on the context, you know, on, on your friends and, and the family and, and the situation and the kind of relationship you have with the person. Like, Japanese people tend to think like how people are comfortable with the couples. Like,、uh, with like, they care about other their reactions. surroundings. So, like, like, when you're with your girlfriend and then with your friends, and then J- Japanese people care about like how friends think,、mm. like, how、mm. parents how other people、mm. take it、yeah. like, in public place. I- Yeah, I feel, I feel that by, by watching Japanese anime, and I, I haven't watched too many, but I, I get that feel that, like, when, when you watch a Japanese story and they have a, a love interest, you, 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 you can tell, you know, in, in the way they portray and, and, and they tell that story, that it's like a big deal, you know, like,、mm. the, like the girl touch the, the boy's hand, it's like, oh, push. And everything freeze. <laughs> and it's like, click, click. And it's like, whoosh, whoosh. So, so I, I think, <laughs> um, I mean, uh, most of, of my, I guess, my, my generation grew up watching、uh, Japanese anime, you know, like Dragon Ball. And I haven't watched Naruto, but it's something that many people watch and Death Note. And I don't know, Yu Gi Oh! and so many Japanese animation that I think we, we understand、uh, how Japanese culture might be, you know, by, by watching、uh, Pokemon and Digimon and all,、mm, all of these、uh, Japanese cartoons. <laughs> wow, you know a lot.、Mm. You know a lot. You know I, a I, lot I don't know、too. anything. Like, I have so many friends that, like, seriously. Know about Japanese animation that,、yeah. that are what、That's、we、like、call otaku, otaku level. You know? Yeah, ota- I have a lot of otaku friends like that are in that level that they、mm-hmm. know Japanese words so well and they know every anime and, and they say、uh, Japanese words、uh, when they're speaking Spanish. And we're like, What the fuck are you doing? We don't understand. And, <laughs>、yeah. and it's a big deal, seriously. Like in Latin America, 
Japanese culture has gone like really inside uh, people's uh, mm. parts, you know, especially my generation and, and well, later generation. I want to see it like in real life, you know, to visit yeah. just I, America. I, I, I always think about it because it's like they're so in love uh, with Japan, but maybe they perceive Japan in a different way because... Yeah. It's not like you, you are not like that, you know. I you're, think you're we're gonna like break the whole ideal Japanese image if me and Akane <laughs> come to South America. We're like, <laughs> I think we can be a uh, same level of craziness, like dancing and to start talking. So we're not <laughs> never gonna be introvert. So yeah, yeah just like advertise them and abnormal Japanese. <laughs> no, we're Okinawan. It's you know, there is a song. Okinawa Latino from uh, uh, like a per have Peruvian roots artist. Alberto Shiroma. Yeah, it's a. I think I sent you before, but it's like there is even a song like we're Okinawa but Latino okay. using like Latin sound, but with our Okinawan traditional instrument and everything together. So okay, like nice. I think we never take like latin culture so far than like european mm -hmm. or american like i think we are just one of the closest uh like culture and like uh soul and mm -hmm. you know opposite side of the world なんかラテンのカルチャーと沖縄って本当に似てるなってめっちゃ思うから音楽のテンポとか踊り方、まあ、ルックもね、顔も似てる人たちも。うんうん。美味しい。肌の色も近かったりとか、適当なところとか。うんうんうんうん。あったかいところにいるのも関係しているのかな。いいと思う。みんな多かったっけ。We're so Yeah, I think uh, even though we are uh, apart from from each other, from from miles away, there's uh, those countries that that maybe have experienced uh, similar things in in its story. That or I think it's also like the weather, you know, like the, those mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. things change how people behave. I yeah. think Venezuelans are that crazy because of the nice weather, you know, because in in Europe the the winter is so hard that. I guess people had to to work so much and 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 be like so cold, and in Latin America, especially in Venezuela, you have everything you want. You know, as I said, you can plant everything you want at any time of the day, at any time of the year, and it will grow. So it's like easy. It's it's, mm. it's easy for for people to be okay. So I think that's what uh, made Venezuelans be really relaxed. You know, mm. like like we're okay. Ina. じゃあ、今日の話をまとめると、はい。サンティアゴは、えっと、ペルー、ベネズエラからペルーに移住しまして、まあ、ベネズエラのまあ国の情勢はすごいファクトアップしてるんだけど、もう調べても、あかねと南
お金があるはずだった国がどんどん北朝鮮みたいになっていくみたいな全部を体験して最後全てを笑いに変えているというもうサンティアゴの人生自体がトラジコメディになっていてすごいいいエナジーをいただきましたし彼は今まあミュージックビデオとかお店のプロモーションビデオとかまあそのショートフィルムとかもいろいろ作ってるからあのインスタとかもあの載せるのでぜひチェックいたしくぬいげサビラ。So we're going to post Santiago's Instagram or the homepage that we're working on as a film making. So please check it and do love him. And all my friends from we met in San Francisco, you guys got to listen to this podcast. You guys got to watch <laughs> on YouTube. I'm going to upload it、um, maybe in a month. I would try. I think like we've been living in a different country like so many years, but I, I still, you know, feel the connection, like strong connection that we have.、Yeah. You know, we've been in less than a year in the same place, but, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, like it's if crazy, we have、right? a chemistry or like a same value and we are never gonna lose. You know, this bond, the, the I guess.、Mm-hmm. So, I,、yeah. I am really glad that we you know, could do this recording at this moment. Hold our world fucked up, fucked up right now. And <laughs> 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 But we're like so happy. Akane,、yeah. I mean, always so happy, like, with, you know, from nothing. Just get the sunlight and see the ocean and, you know, drinking, eating. That's the you know, enough. I think it is the same、yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you, you know, your friends, your family, say hi to them and say hi that we are going to visit you guys anytime soon. And so do you. Yes, please.、And、you're welcome. Yeah. Let's. Can you take a promotion video of us? <laughs> Of course,、Yay. of course, yes. By Santi- what's, the na- what's the name of the label you have? The, Sa- you mean the、Zambra? two projects? Zambro? Yeah. yeah. Zambros. Zambros. Yeah, Zambros. Zambros. Santiago, no. How do you spell? Zambros. We, it's, it's like a combination of my last name, Zambrano. A M B R O. Z A M B R O S. Yes. Santi, a Onitanto, Yatiru Rebel Nano de Bro Gasaigoni, Twitter, Rashi. Ah, bros. Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for coming to our show. Thank you for taking your time. I hope. Thank you for your happiness,、me. my happiness. We're you know, gonna save the world, <laughs> right? Yes, for、yeah. sure.、Yeah. It was great talking. I like to you're、me. doing this. I think it,、yeah. it's, a, it's a wonderful、uh, purpose you, you, you both are, are doing having this podcast. I, I think it's great. And, and I, I hope you keep doing it and, and get more、uh, worldwide attention you know, and, and get more people from overseas. Country to, hopping to make the world a better place. Invite guests. Yes. Yeah.
楽しみだね、これからが。I, I have,、uh, I, I found out another, another Japanese,、uh, oh, well, I think this is Okinawa. Oh, okay, let's go. What I said. No, I think it was too difficult for us. I think like, you said it right. Yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. What does it mean? Mata majung no maya. Mata. See you again.、Yeah. It, I, I mean, I watch a、uh, uh, <laughs> Okinawa YouTube channel about learning. <laughs> okay.、Okinawa. What's the meaning <laughs> in English? And, and the guy said it's like、um, saying goodbye in a, in a relaxed way. Like, really casual way, like, not、ah, formal、know. way. Okay. The guy was kind of weird. I'm going to send the link to you. So, so you <laughs> okay. Can,、uh, maybe he was a little bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's impressive, though. Like,、yeah. especially you、oh, digging、really? into Okinawan, not Japanese. Yeah. It's like, makes us happy. You know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nice. Okay. So, see you soon. Soon. <laughs> Thanks. Have a、Goodbye. good day. Gracias. Te quiero mucho. Enamorada de ti. Thank you. Goodbye. Saludos. Saludos. Hasta mañana. Hasta mañana. Chao. Bye bye. Nos vemos. Bye. Arigato.